Then this story is called uh, the miracle person. It's a good si- sign. Another story: Hashem does miracles for Jewish people everywhere in all times, and it's a trust in Hashem. There was once a long time ago in Morocco, it's a country, not not right here, a little further away, but it's an Arab country, but. Most of the Arabs there were, were nice to the Yidin, nice to Jewish people. And this, this, there was a rabbi there, a rab there, who was very respected and everyone loved him, the Yidin and even the Havdalagayim. So everybody heard about him. And also the king heard all these nice things about this big rab. And he said, you know, if half these things people said are really true, I, I really should see him. Everyone's saying there's this wonderful, amazing person so he sent a messenger inviting the Rav, this big rabbi, to come to his palace. Okay? So the Rav came to the palace and met, it's called the Sultan, the king. There's different names you call a king. Like in Mitzrayim, it's called Parai. In Russia, it's called the Tsar. In these countries, it was called the Sultan. So the Sultan was speaking with this, with the Rav, and he's very, very impressed and he really enjoyed speaking to him and said, please come back to my palace. So the Rav came back again and again and again. Each time the king spoke to the Rav, he said, you know, what do you think about this? You know, I need, you know, so I'm asking him for advice. I need advice. What do I do in my country for this? I have this problem. And each time he was amazed by the, the, all the wise things that Rav said. And he said, you know, can I make you my advisor? A king has a lot of things he needs to take care of. So I, I always need smart people to ask. So I said, okay, fine. And the Rav became an advisor in the king's palace, which is a very important job because you could tell the king good ideas, what to do. And you always want there to be good advisors saying good advice. And the, the Rav also told the king, you should be kind to the Jewish people. It's to make Hashem happy. And you'll get more good things for that. And the king listened. The king was kind to the Jewish people. He did a lot of good things. And the Rav helped a lot with his good advice. So now, like a lot of these stories, it happens. The king loved the Yidin. And there's always, usually someone in the palace who got jealous. So second to the king is someone called the vizier. Grand vizier. He was the second most powerful in the country, kind of like Haman, second to the king. And he did not like Jewish people, and he did not like that the king was so friendly and loved the Rav. So he's trying to think, how can I get the king to get the Rav out of the palace? He shouldn't come here ever again and shouldn't be friendly with him. and shouldn't say good things to do with the Jewish people. So he's trying to think and think and try, trying to tell the king, uh, why do you have that Jew here? He doesn't, he does not, he's not an Arab like us. Maybe get rid of him. But nothing the, this vizier said changed the king's mind. He said, don't ever dare say anything against my, against my friend. He's such a good person. He helps me so much. So he was, he couldn't figure out any nasty meanie plans in his meanie cup. So he went over to the Arab Galach. It's called the Imam. It's like the Arab priest. And said, we need to do something and how to get rid of the Rav. And they're thinking the two mini cups, two mini heads, they're thinking together until they came up with a mini, mini plan. 
a thing together, had a whole mini plan. You know, we say every day, I'll titoth, don't be afraid from, from not good things. And also we say, Utsu eights of a sufar, the guy going to make ideas and it's not going to happen because Hashem's with us. And that's exactly what happened again in this story. So, they got a mini plan. And, well, I'll tell you what happened. Is that once a week, the imam, who was like the Arab Galach, their priest, would go to the palace and he would learn together with the sultan their Quran. That's like their book they call their holy book. And they were learning together. Okay. And in the Quran, you should know, all the other, all the Goyim, all the other religions, they copy things from the Torah. Because they all know the Torah is true. They just say, okay, the Torah is true, and our Bab Maizas are also true. So, this, this Imam, when he was learning with the king, he was saying over the story of how the Yidden were slaves in Mitzrayim, and how Moshe did miracles. So now, he's reading the story to the king, and he asked the sultan, um, do you, your majesty, think that the Jews still have great men? Have great people like their prophet Moshe? Are they still special? The king didn't realize this is all a trick, a trap. So the king said, you know, I really believe that Jews are very special. They're very, yeah. And they're, they're wise people, they're a holy nation. Um, yeah, probably. I heard that always Hashem gives them special people who do miracles. So now the imam asked, Aha, so you say they always have wise and special people? What about your friend, wise and holy man, that rabbi? Do you think he could do miracles? And the king, he didn't hop, he didn't realize the trick. So he said, yeah, I, I, would, I can imagine. Yeah, he probably could do a miracle. And the imam said, no, your majesty, with all due respect to your majesty, um, I really don't think so. I really don't think your friend is that great. I can bet for you that he can't even do one little miracle. Nothing. So the sultan said, hey, you willing to bet? Okay. <laughs> you can bet. We can try it out. But if you lose, I'll let him decide whatever he wants to do to you. So the imam said, okay. We'll make a, we'll make a contest. And the imam walked out with a little nasty smile. So now, the king was thinking, huh, what a chutzpah, what is this guy saying? Talking about my friend, he's not so great. Wait, so we're going to make a contest. Oh no, wait a minute. We're going to make a contest. Why did I agree to make a contest? Uh, oh no. You know what happens in the contests in these countries? Usually they make a contest, and whoever loses usually also loses his head. That's how they make the contest in front of the king. Make a contest, whoever loses, they kill them usually. So a second, the guy just tricked me and told me that we make a he can't make a miracle, make a contest. So if the Rav makes a miracle, he wins. If he doesn't make a miracle, he loses. Wait a minute. But I just told him he could do it, 
and once the king gave permission, you can't take it back. <gasps> Wait a minute. He called quickly for the Rav and said, um, uh, Rav, I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, for what happened, but the Imam tricked me, and basically there's going to be um, a contest now, and you have to do a miracle. Mr. Rav said, Your Majesty, I'm sure that the Imam did it together, the vizier, they're trying to embarrass me and trying to get rid of me somehow. That's why they're doing it. So the king said, listen, you know what? I, I really feel bad. I shouldn't have said yes. I shouldn't have agreed to him. But a king is not allowed to take back what he said. I already gave him permission to make a contest. So do me a favor. Please, show one little, little miracle in front of everyone in the palace. And then I'll show everybody, oh, look, you could do miracles just like, just like Mesha." Sadaf said, Your Majesty, Your Majesty, listen, Moshe Rabbeinu, he didn't do miracles. He wants to have fun and do a miracle. It doesn't work like that. It's not a magic trick. He did miracles Hashem told him to do. He wasn't doing tricks. It's everything comes right from Hashem. Hashem made the whole world and He controls everything. And Hashem can change everything in the world, whatever Hashem wants. So Hashem told Meisha, you know, pick up your stick, split the water. So Hashem does it. And Hashem gave Meisha the koyach, do all these miracles, turn the water to blood, all these different, the makis. Hashem gave Meisha the the koyach to do it. So it's not me. I'm not a person that does miracles. But, you know, give me three days and I'll see if Hashem wants maybe for us to make a miracle. The king said, okay, so come back in three days. All my ministers, everyone's going to be here to watch the contest, and I really hope you win. So now he has three days to come back, and he has to do a miracle. And the Rav left the palace, and he's very, very worried, very upset. And he sent for all the leaders of the community and told them they were all in a very big danger. They did this as a trick. They don't just want to get rid of me. They want to make trouble for all the Jewish people. So we're, we really are in big trouble now. So he said, they're, we're going to make a fast day now for three days that no one's allowed to eat from morning till night. Only at nighttime you can eat, but the whole day you can't eat. And we're all going to go into shul and dive into Hashem with all our heart to get rid of this, the nasty plans from our enemies. Okay? Everybody understood that they're really in big danger. And everyone listened exactly to what I've said. And everyone came they were fasting and davening to Hashem, and their davenings went all the way up to Shemaim. Okay? They came on the third day, and the Yidin, all the Jewish people, just left the show after davening Shachris, and they were kind of surprised and upset to see an old man with a long cane walking in the street, and with a big, big loaf of bread and putting pieces of bread in his mouth and eating away. And they were all upset. I said, what are you doing? How dare you eat? I said, how dare I eat? Not eat. It's mine. No, you can't eat. I said, what do you mean I can't eat? I have teeth. No, you're not allowed to eat. What are you talking about? I'm not allowed to eat. What are you bothering me for? Yeah, you're not allowed to eat. How dare you? And they brought him to the dove. And... They, they, they said, what are they bothering you for? It's not like, it's not, it's not theirs. I didn't take it from them. They're jealous of my bread. What, they're hungry? Go buy your own bread. What are you bothering me for? 
So the Rav said, who are you? Don't you know we made a fast day? So he said, what fast day? Is that even Kippur? Not Tisha B'Av? Well, what fast day? And the Rav told them, well, they're trying to make a trick against us, a plot. They have to make a, a miracle or else we're in very big trouble. So this person as a shepherd said, you know what? You need me to make a miracle? Okay. I'll go. I'll go to the palace. And if I win the contest, you could say, look, even a very simple person, a simple shepherd, could do miracles. If I lose, if I don't do a miracle, you'll say, okay, big deal, it's just a shepherd. But I'm sure, with Hashem's help, that you're going to win, and we're going to put our enemies to shame. So I said, okay, I mean, yeah, Hashem should help. Come. He, the shepherd called himself Matul. Then I said, come to Mordechai. We need to go already now to the sultan and all the men, all his ministers. So the Rav, with the leaders of the Yidin, with the shepherd, they all together went to the palace. And the shepherd, he looks like a little bit funny, like he's laughing, smiling, singing. And he asked the Rav, what's the name of the king, the sultan? What's the name of the vizier? What's the name of the imam? Okay, fine. That's all I need to know. They came into the palace and the palace was packed full with people and the sultan greeted the king and he's looking at who is this person that I've brought with him this like shepherd okay he asked the Rav who is this person with you so he said this your majesty is a regular person an ordinary Jew he's a shepherd his name is Mordechai I asked him to come to the king to show that even a regular simple Jew, a shepherd, he can do miracles of Hashem, who Hashem is the creator of Shemaim Va'aretz, of heaven and earth. So everyone in the, this packed room with all the people from the king's palace, they're all looking at the shepherd and they're a little like laughing a bit. And the imam and vizier, they were laughing. They're saying, ha, this is the person, this shepherd, how we're for sure going to win. So the king raised his hand, and everyone got super quiet. And the king said, okay, um, Sir Mordechai, so show us uh, your miracle. Show us what you could do. So the shepherd, he <clears throat> cleared his throat, and he said, great and mighty king, Sultan Yusuf ibn Ibrahim, honorable grand vizier Sidi ibn Hassan, and worthy imam, Muhammad ibn Ali and all the distinguished honorable men in the palace and everyone heard him talking like so strong and like brave like people were laughing stopped laughing to listen to this shepherd what he's saying and he said I am as you can see a regular shepherd we Jews were humble people not big show offs and our powers are not us, we're super duper, whatever, anything's, not because we're so special. Our power only comes from Hashem. Like the moon, the whole light that shines from the moon is what it gets from the sun. So our whole, everything we have is from Hashem and from the Torah that we got at Har Sinai through our Navi, our prophet Meshach Rabbeinu. And from the Torah, we get our strength to live through everything and even the hardest times from Avam and Binu all the way down to the very end 
we are connected through Titan Mitzvahs to Hashem Himself. And now, Your Majesty, with the special holy power of the Torah, I am ready to do a miracle with this stick in my hand like has never been seen or heard of from anybody who ever walked on the face of the earth. Your Majesty, kindly tell one of your guards to chop off the Honorable Vizier's head. And then, with this stick, I will pick up his head from the ground, put it back onto his shoulders, and he will be healthy and complete, just like before, without a single scratch on his neck. And that will prove to you that anyone, even a simple Jew, and for sure the great rabbi, can do miracles of Hashem when Hashem wants. So what's the miracle he's going to do? He said, just chop off the vizier's head. I'll put it back on. He'll be, he'll be back alive. So the vizier, he goes white. And he starts shaking. And he starts... saying, no, 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 so, okay, so you can do it to the imam, and I'll, I'll do it to him. I'll put his head back on. He'll be back alive. And the imam started shaking, saying, no, 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 no. I know, Jews do miracles. He did it. This year, he said the whole trick. I know Jews do miracles. Don't worry. No, no, the Jew does. They know. They want. They win. It's fine. So now the king screamed to them, shame on you. And they said, okay, you know for sure the Jews do miracles. Then the Jews won. If you're saying they could do miracles. So he turns to the Rav and said, if you win, you get to decide what happens with them. Just tell me the word and I'll have their heads chopped off. That's what usually happens with those contests. Whoever loses, you say, okay, chop off his head if you lose the contest. So the Rav said, his majesty is very kind. You don't need to kill them, but have them chased out of your country. So the king said, okay, Get out of here and never come back again. And the vizier and the imam, they both ran out very quick before the dove changes his mind. Because usually they would chop off the bull's heads, whoever loses. So they ran out of there so quack, quick before uh, he would change his mind and, and, and have him actually have him killed. So then the king spoke very kindly to the Yidin and said, Oh, I'm very happy you won the contest. Baruch Hashem. I know, I don't know if he said Baruch Hashem, but whatever. He said, I know these guys, a bunch of trickers, these guys. And the Yidin, the Jewish people left, and they were super happy. And wow. See what happens? Hashem saved us from these wicked people, from these Hamans. And they said, okay, instead of fasting now, now we're going to make a Sudas Haidah, make a big meal, thanking Hashem for the miracles and for saving us. So they made a big Suda to thank Hashem. And they're all gathered together. And the Rav wanted to speak. And said, oh, where's Mordechai, that shepherd? Mordechai, hey, it's like he was standing right next to me before. Wait, where did he go? Mordechai, Mord- what happened to him? And the shepherd disappeared, like into thin air. No one knew where he went. 